So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. We're Doug and Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Best Worst Friends. I think this is episode nine. This is probably episode nine. With yeah. your host, Tim Nicholson. And Doug Koning. So That's me. That was pretty good. That was not bad. That was pretty good. I'm a little proud of us. Yeah. All right, see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to top that. How's hey, it going, buddy? Yeah, not bad. My teeth hurt. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I went to the dentist today for the first time in like... Five years. Wow. I lied and said it had been two years <laughs> when I went in there. And you <laughs> can see them rolling their eyes yeah. the whole time. She like sighed when she looked into my mouth. <laughs> really bummed me out. She's like, have you been flossing? I was like, I have not been flossing. I think someone would probably gasp if they looked at my I don't think I've been to the dentist since I was like 12. 12. Yeah. I Whenever it stopped being covered by OHIP for poor people <laughs> is when I stopped going to the dentist. Well, I can tell you at Bellwoods Dental, they... Uh, when they say they'll clean your teeth, they mean it. Yeah. This lady did not mess around. <laughs> it took two different one-hour appointments, Jesus and she Christ. was like, I would describe it as um, she was trying to color in a night sky with pencil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh she my was God. really like her elbows were out. She was like, she had me in like a headlock, and she was just going at me with that metal <sighs> pick. Jesus Christ! For two one-hour sessions, I've always. Always hated the dentist. That's an insane amount of time yeah. to be cleaning your teeth. You don't have like the amount of teeth that a shark has. You have <laughs> an, a people amount of teeth. No. And she was very thorough. Real stabby. They always fucking are stabby. My dentist when I was a little kid, because I have a very small mouth in proportion to my body. Actually, the fact that I got as fat as I was is actually pretty <laughs> remarkable. But uh, <laughs> I have such a small mouth. I remember the dentist like being like maybe seven, eight, nine, whatever. The dentist literally pulling my jaws apart like, open wider! And he's like pulling it. And then they got to a point where they put like this contraption in my mouth and they would like wrench it open. Holy shit. Like a fucking saw trap in there. That's, I think that's a sex thing now. Yeah, probably. I think it, it was for sure a sex thing. That's exactly <laughs> what they used. It was the thing that like stretches your cheeks out. So like just my face was in pain and then my teeth were in pain. Put and a grown man's hand into your mouth. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I don't think you have to go elbow deep in there, pal. I don't <laughs> Let me know see how much, what you got in there. How much space do you fucking need? Yeah. Oh, I can't believe they still use a metal hook. Metal hook? Oh, like to yeah, like bring the stuff out? Yeah, like the cleaning thing. How they yeah. like scrape at it with a metal hook. I do love the water when they like just spray the water around. Like, uh, oh my god! I would if it was like ten bucks, just go in and be like, spray water around my mouth. I'd be like, yeah, that sounds great. I've and then they the use teeth, the suction thing. The, su- the suction thing is great. That's very yeah. fun. When you get to close your mouth, it's like, it's like sucking she didn't everything make out. Make me do the close your mouth thing. I did it once voluntarily, and she like pulled it out and then put it back in. So <laughs> She's like, like, hey, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was, yeah, it's like I was trying to eat it. I was just gonna swallow the whole machine. And she's like, I'm oh, probably not going to floss your teeth after you eat that either. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to get a gum graft. not happy about it. Gum graft? Where are they grafting your gums from? They take the skin from the roof of your mouth and graft it onto your gums. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm not happy. But I, that was my trip to the dentist. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shout out to Bellwoods Dental. They've gone corporate, so not they, as nice. They what? They went corporate. <sighs> Same guy ran for 41 years, sold it to a corporation, dental hygienist. Not super happy about it. Fucking sellouts, man. I know. Sellouts. Hey, the guy wanted to retire, you know? He didn't have any kids to take over. That's fair. Sold it to a large corporation. The death of the American dream, dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tales old as time. Yeah, well, it's not the death of his American dream. Oh, Because, like, he's having a great time. Yeah, he was a dentist for 40 years. Man. And then sold it to a corporation. Yeah. That guy won. Do you ever hear about like how dentists have like the highest suicide rates, or it's them and air traffic controllers, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's dentist number one though. That makes sense. Yeah, because like no one likes their dentist. Yeah, they. I think they said something like, everyone they see, it's the worst part of their like month, <laughs> and no one's happy to see the dentist. Yeah, and you know what do they have to comfort them? Just like yachts and mansions. Oh, does, yeah, money doesn't buy happiness, apparently, according to dentists. You think they'd be over the moon with all that money they're making in. Or it would be great if they're killing themselves just because people aren't flossing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no one will listen to me. 
keep telling him to floss. How many times do I gotta mention it? <laughs> yeah, but also my dentist's office. This is the Tuesday after mask mandates were lifted. This is day two of no masks. Ah, yeah. And everywhere still makes you wear a mask. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I still have the signs up. Yeah, I took the go train in today. It's mandatory with quotation marks on there because it's not like they're gonna like throw you off if you're not wearing it. It's mandatory on TTC. Yeah. But I went into a Tim Hortons yesterday at like mm. 10 a.m. day of no masks, and uh, it felt awesome. Yeah. Every, you know everybody was wearing masks in there. There was like high school students and like crazy homeless people, and the homeless people were wearing masks too. Yeah, I saw a homeless guy on the, on the streetcar when I was coming over today that had like the rattiest old cloth mask I've ever seen that had like holes in it and shit. Mm. And I was just, how is that better than not wearing it? He's literally just wearing disease on his face probably at that point. Absolutely, and they were just wearing it under, you know, under their chin or whatever. Yeah. The same way they always, but there's also, I just thought of this, there's a decent chance they didn't hear the news. There's a decent chance no one told him, hey, man, you don't have to wear that anymore. It's a good point. I'm not sure if you get CBC That's where you're point. at. But yeah. yeah, It's weird to me, though, that people are just... There's some people that will just keep them on forever. This will just be the rest of their life, I think. Yeah, a lot of young people. Yeah. I was surprised when I saw all the high school kids wearing masks. Uh, do you know what I think it is? I think it's just, like, the conditioning of it. Like, I remember watching this one thing that was, like, uh, this experiment where they had... Uh, some people in a waiting room at a doctor's office, right? And there was yeah. like a uh, one person there who was like an actual just normal person, and there were three hired actors. And then in this doctor's office, a bell would go off, like a little like ding, and then everyone would stand up because the actors were told in yeah, advance yeah. they should be stand stand up when the bell goes off, mm-hmm. and then they sit down. It's like the first time the normal person's in there, it's like ding, and like the bell goes off, everybody stands up. They're just like looking at him like weird. <laughs> And then they sit down, and then the bell goes off like five minutes later. Ding! And all everybody stands up. Even, even this person who did not have this instruction. That's great. And then they sit down. And then slowly more normal people are coming in. Yeah. And ding! They're, everybody's rising. So these people are rising, too, out of the peer pressure of the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. And then sitting down. And they get to a point where people are getting called in the office. They've called in three people. Who are the three actors at this point? So now it's just people who have no idea that this is going on. And it's just like 12 people in an office like, ding, everybody stands up and then sits back down like unquestioning. That's awesome. Because it's just like you you have to do what you're told all the time. But do you know who are the only, like who are the most insufferable people is anyone who wouldn't stand up when that <laughs> ding goes off. Anyone who's sitting there like, I'm not standing up. No one told me I had to. So yeah. I refuse. It's like, shut the fuck up and stand up when the bell dings. <laughs> You're not better than anybody else. I get it, but, like, why? It's just that it, you can't ask why anymore. Well, it's yeah. just, why? because, because the world told you to. That's why you have to do everything, because well, you have to. If we're talking about, like, COVID-related things, like, they told everyone why. Why? I don't know why, but they definitely <laughs> told people. <laughs> See, this is the thing. It's just been <laughs> so long that we forget... Yeah, man. Some Why are we doing about the this? Spray, I think. Yeah, but like, didn't they eventually come out and say, "Oh, the mask isn't doing enough," so they're like, "Wear two masks." Which when would that ever be a solution to the problem at all? I don't know if that was actually something that was like backed up. It's like there's people who now <laughs> you'll see it circulating around, like you should still do it. And it's like, yeah, but no one told you to do that. Double mask? No, or just, just mask like, in just general? Like. People are like, I'll wear a mask for the rest of my life. It's like, all right, you can, but that's a you thing. Yeah, feel free. And, like, if you go rollerblading, feel free to put, like, shin pads and knee pads and elbow pads and a helmet and Risk a, and a very bulletproof vest and, uh, I don't know, be in a bubble and just roll around everywhere. Like, I don't know how many threats you need to avoid in your life. Never so get in a car again because you can possibly get in a car accident. Never eat a cheeseburger because it could give you a heart attack, you know? Is like, Zorb ball? Is that, what happens, is that what happens when you put on the big ball and you run around How? And play soccer? <laughs> I want to see Zorb hockey on rollerblades. I think that would be a lot of fun. With big Zorb arms yeah. coming out the side of the ball? <laughs> or maybe they give each person like two sticks that come out of the Zorb ball and they can just like slap around. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. I would love to just fuck someone up in a Zorb ball. I, I always wanted to try it, but I haven't seen them since I've been uh, – of a smaller size where I wouldn't be worried about 
like a teenager having to shove with all their might to get me into the Zorb ball and then having to get Vaseline to take me out of the Zorb ball or like having to pop it. And it's just <laughs> like they're pulling an uninflated Zorb ball off me while I'm just screaming. So I'm having just, a panic attack. I just love the idea of you just like filling up whatever space you're in. So you're just in there. You look like Pillsbury dough. <laughs> it's like inside this. Zor- you fill up the entire thing. Your head like pops out. Yeah, the top. just just become like a cylinder. <laughs> yeah, I just look like a bunch of ground beef, like shoved in one of those plastic packages. Have you ever seen those pictures of how they like X-ray babies? No. They stick. It's just these fat babies, and they stick them in a tube, just like this big plastic tube. Oh, my, oh I have seen that. Yeah. Heads, oh my like, god. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny because they never make them big enough for those big fat babies. <laughs> They're just pushing against them. One like tube fits all babies. Yeah. And then, like, just you say to the parents of like an incredibly fat baby, like, well, I guess we don't know what's wrong with them ever. Yeah, I want your son is no is not legally a baby because he doesn't <laughs> fit in the baby tube. That's a full grown man. This is how you like measure the size of a baby is they have to be able to pass through the tube. All right, that's a baby. Yeah. Here we go. My sister gave birth to a baby. Mm-hmm. He already has a full head of hair. Wow. Yeah. It's impressive. Kid's been out for like five days. <laughs> Was she pregnant for like 18 months? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gave birth yeah. to a toddler? She's been, yeah, she's been pregnant for the last three and a half years. <laughs> baby comes out like, whoo, it was getting <laughs> stuffy in there. Yeah. He just like walks out of the doctor's office. I need to do a lap. This is a <laughs> lot. How's, uh, how's being an uncle? Have you seen the baby yet? The uh, Pictures. Pictures. Yeah, I've been a pretty terrible uncle. <laughs> I texted my sister the day the child was born. I haven't really followed up. I should probably do that. Yeah. But yeah, that'd probably be good. I don't know. Baby seems cute. Yeah. I mean, what are, what can you do at this stage exactly. with a baby? That's what I'm saying. Nothing. They don't know you. Yeah. I don't want to. I've never held a baby before in my life. So I'm very afraid I, of holding this baby. I refuse to hold a baby until it knows how to hold its own head. Because I'm not doing, like, I remember someone passed me a baby once when I was little, and uh, the baby's fucking head just immediately, yeah, just fell right (laughs) off. It just immediately logged, like, legged all the way back, like, bent all the way back, and the person's like, oh, my God, and, like, picked up the head, and then moments later, we're taking the baby from me, and I was like, yeah, that was the right call. It was the wrong call to put it in my arms in the first place. You should have asked me if I knew what to do. Yeah. People just assume you know how to hold a baby. Yeah, or that you want to hold a baby. I hate when people offer, and you have to be like... No, there's like really, I find no joy from this. I've also never smelled a baby. Apparently, that's a big thing. If I you think like smell their head. Yeah, they I think smell for like youth for people who like babies, I think that's a thing. Yeah, it's just like smelling flowers is a thing for people who really like flowers. I don't know. I think everyone likes to smell flowers. That's true. I'd much rather smell a flower than smell a baby. Oh, absolutely. I bet you that flower is not gonna maybe shit while I'm smelling it, and then it smells like flower shit. You know. Yeah, or maybe that's what flower shit smells like. Yeah, I don't know how it's flowers like nice shit. flowers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe I'm not gonna act like maybe I flowers am. are just shitting all day, <laughs> and that's where the smell comes from. It's been a long time since I've understood the process of photosynthesis. Like I know it's a process. I know it's a thing. I can't tell you how how the plants are doing it. There was a time in my life. It's weird to think I'm, that there was times in my life where I was smarter than I am now, and those times were when I was a kid. I was so confident that I knew what photosynthesis was until I just tried to remember what photosynthesis <laughs> is. I'd never, You're I haven't like, thought about it. The sun comes down and it touches the leaves and the leaves are like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay now. Yeah, and water is involved. You have to give them water. Yeah, they love that. Mm-hmm. And, and the mixture of water and sunlight, they somehow make food. <laughs> God, I hate I believe it's through the process. A photosynthesis. photosynthesis. I believe that's. Uh, I believe that's how it works. I think when I was little, I just learned how photosynthesis worked in depth, just because I liked the word. It was a fun word. You know when you it's learn really good word. braggadocious things as a kid, and then braggadocious. Yeah, you're and then supercalifragilistic. <laughs> then people try and follow up with other questions, and you're completely out of your element because you've invested all of your knowledge and learning into the one thing. Like when I was a little kid, in like. Uh, like junior kindergarten, I remember my mom taught me how to count to uh, 10 in French. Nice. I don't know why. And I used to just like always go up to the teacher and just be like, under trois, quatre, cinq, six, seven, we'd know these. Just like rattle it off. And then one day she was just like, what about 11 or anything past that? And I was just <laughs> like, what What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> what world about? do you live in, <laughs> lady? Like, no, French people only count to 10. <laughs> 
<laughs> they only go up to Dees. Yeah. Okay? That's my understanding. But I don't know. You're still kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just don't know French letters. You just know, like, muscle groups now. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And then maybe in, like, ten years, I'll have completely forgotten that until we back into flowers. That would be great. Back into photosynthesis. I was definitely a... Did you know? Kid. <laughs> I w- 100%. I'll just go up to adults and be like, did you know that... The nucleus is the powerhouse of the cell, or whatever the <laughs> hell. And they'd be like, okay. <laughs> Did you know that Batman has a butler, and his name is Alfred? <laughs> it's, like, it's not even a fun fact. That's just like... Yeah, just go away. It's just a known plot point about <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah, like you think you're telling me about Batman? I'm a 40-year-old man. <laughs> I know all about Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah, I'm way more Batman than you are. <laughs> I'll make you fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Visit your parents real quick, huh? Sorry, this is throwing me off. You don't want to look at your stuffed raccoon? Well, look at his face. What happened to it? Nothing. It's just a very, like, person <laughs> face. Very distracting mm. looking at him. Tim has a very uh, cute little stuffed raccoon on his bed, and we're recording in his bedroom. We're actually laying nude in Tim's bed. That's why there's no video yeah, of this. B- but we're going head to feet, so it's not weird. Yeah. Just like a casual 69 with like nothing going on. Exactly. Just like a conversational Flaccid, 69. Soft. I'll speak for yourself. W- Douglas. <laughs> Douglas. How All right, dare Timmy. You, you want to bust into some of these voice messages? Okay. We've been uh, getting from uh, from our from our pals here at uh, at Anchor, uh, which you can anytime. We can, we can just say our friends. Yeah, they're our friends. There is no one listening to this that's not like an intimate that's friend of ours. That's very true. So I'm just going to go through these, uh, starting with a message from uh, Joe Botelho. Uh, here we go. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, how's it going, guys? Tim and uh, um, Doug, that's it. Uh, your descriptions are way too long for your episodes. Like, 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 I told you. Like 25 sentences too long, <laughs> but um, which is a great indicator for me to not listen to an episode because it's probably you just rambling, going back and forth like, you're amazing, Doug. No, you're amazing, Tim. Your jokes are the best. I don't want to listen to that. But I wish you luck. Also, uh, great art on the uh, uh, the piece. Is what the art piece? The uh, cover art looks beautiful. Love it. Um, don't have to listen to the podcast to appreciate it, which is cool, which I really appreciate. Uh, but like, good luck, good luck, guys. All right. Well, fuck you, Joe. Uh, just want to start uh, off there. I think you made some good points about the descriptions, maybe. <laughs> hey, I just want to give the people. An accurate representation of what they're going to deal with when they uh, listen to the show. Yeah. Also, I'd like to say this is now the second time. Well, actually, not the second time, but this is the second podcast I've been a part of where uh, the only compliment I've received is related to something I had no part of. Because <laughs> I used to get compliments for uh, Conan Quarries about. Conan yeah, you get it. About the theme song. Like, oh my God, that theme song's amazing. Also, a really nice way to tell someone you only listen to the first 40 seconds of their podcast. Yeah, but, uh, not a lot of compliments for this theme song. Yeah, which I've hurts because I'm the one who made it. <laughs> so, in closing, uh, go home, Joe. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, and also, I would never tell Doug his jokes are good. Yeah. He's been a little preachy lately. All right. Oh, I've never been preachy <laughs> once. Okay, this next message is from uh, Dirk, who I honestly don't know who this is. Okay. I bet they're not doing a weird southern accent, though. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> TBD right now. Hey, I'm out here from Mobile, Alabama. Uh, y'all doing a great job. Thank you so much, yeah, that's Dirk. great, Dirk. Thank you so much. For Finally that. a nice message. Yep. Authentic man from the south who just loves podcasts. Tim, was that you? No. <laughs> do you know who that was? I do not. That might just be a legitimate person. Well, if that's the case, sorry, Dirk. <laughs> Just the only person who's been nice to us. We're Sorry, like, pal. Get fucked. Are you the no. guy listening to us from the UK? If so, maybe. Great job over He's there. He's just like a southern Picked man in none the of UK. The accent. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm happy for you, Dirk, that you didn't become a person who, you know, just picked up an accent because you're blending in with the people. Like you, you stuck to your guns. Yeah. You're being your own individual person. I'm proud of you, Dirk. I love you. Is what I wanted to say. This uh, next message, we got a, got a decent amount of messages here, Timothy. Did we? we yeah. All right. That's amount. good because I have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> perfect. This is perfect. Let's try to eat up some. No. <laughs> All right. Nom, 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 nom. No, I have a whole list full of stuff. All right. Sick. So if these slow down, we'll just cut them out. That is, that is perfectly fine. 
This next message comes from Andrew, titled Pressing Matter. How much money would it take, Tim? Uh, like, what's the lowest dollar amount figure or, or things for you to suck a Doug's dick? Uh, you say to suck Doug's dick? Yeah. Um, this also was made amount. not by me. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, this isn't an accent I'm doing. Lowest dollar person. amount to suck Doug's penis. Um, pros and cons. Con. This is really awkward to say right now while we're laying in this flaccid 69, by the way. Yeah, your dick just wiggled at me. I didn't appreciate <laughs> well, it's it. It's excited. It's like uh, a dog's tail wagging. All right, so um, con, sucking Doug's penis. Mm-hmm. I know Doug. Yeah. Probably wouldn't let that go. <laughs> I for sure wouldn't. Probably bring it up a lot. Yeah, that's a power dynamic I'm not just going to throw away. Pretty not cool. Yeah. Uh, pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, money. Money yeah. is good. Yeah, money is good. Uh, con. Mm-hmm. I don't... Well, I've never sucked a dick, but I assume I don't like sucking penis. Yeah. Never really felt the urge. Uh, wh- how do you feel about, like, popsicles? I have sensi- or, like, anything you've had to suck? I have sensitive teeth. Okay. So I don't really like popsicles. They hurt okay. my teeth. Well, that's unfortunate because so my dick is freezing cold. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, pro... Mm-hmm. Doug has a Doug has a very small penis, so if Pe- I was going to suck a penis, very suckable, I would like it to be very very small. <laughs> it's a very it's an entry level penis for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's like if you cut a Popeye cigarette in half. <laughs> yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're dealing with. You just have it hanging out the side of your mouth. I'm a cool kid now. Honestly, I think as, the weird thing is, as I've aged, mm-hmm. I think the number's gotten higher. Yeah, because. When I was like a twenty-year-old guy, I'd be like five hundred grand. You know yeah. what I mean? And even that's a lie because the answer is probably twenty. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> now it's probably a couple million, honestly. Because I don't, I could just be broke. You know what I appreciate about I'm that? Comfortable being broke. I think the amount that you put on this is the amount uh, that you value our friendship. Because we for sure would not be able to be friends after that. No. I don't think we we remain friends after something like that. Absolutely so, not. Especially so you value our friendship at millions of dollars, which means a lot because to me. Knowing you, you'd probably try to get a cut of that money. Yeah. You'd be like, well, I didn't like it either. <laughs> You're not the one getting your dick sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't ecstatic about it. It's like to have a dude sucking my dick. Also, by the way, it's your first time. You're probably not going to be really good at it. Nah, I'd be really good at it. Really? Look at these lips. Nah, that's true. Look at them, Doug. <laughs> That's true. Oh my God! Your dick All right, my amount has it. plummeted. <laughs> yeah, your dick wouldn't even make it past these lips, pal. The amount I need to get paid for Tim to suck my dick has dropped down <laughs> to a very reasonable amount. Yeah. Actually, it's one of our tiers on Patreon. It's the last <laughs> tier. We should just set one up with like a tier of like an insane amount. Just be like, we'll suck each other's dicks. Yeah. And ruin our friendship. Absolutely. If you're like a ultra rich person who would think it'd be funny for, like, $5 million to just ruin the friendship of two people and forever. both of them psychologically oh, yeah. in some way. Yeah, which is honestly all I would do with money. So it's probably good that I never have a lot of it. Like, if I had a lot You'd of just money... just get people to suck dicks that they don't want to suck? No, I would get people... I would uh, coax people into doing stuff that they weren't crazy about doing for, like, the enjoyment for me. Like, Mr. Burns paying Homer to dress up as a panda and <laughs> shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I would love to go to a strip club with so much money that, you know, a stripper walks up and be like, do you want to dance? But like, yeah, from the bouncer. <laughs> Here we go. That's who I want to get one from. I, I want to see what his dollar amount... If it's, like, five grand, he just says it's a joke. But, yeah, there you go. All right, let's see those moves. Let's see $5,000 worth of moves there, Dale. Let's see that penis. (laughs) See that dick. Yeah, I want you on stage, Dale. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm paying five grand, Dale, get the hell up there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want you to put on a thong. (laughs) Do you have any more? the end of it? (laughs) Yeah. So the answer is millions of dollars, Andrew. That's not going to happen in our friendship. Which will make Andrew happy because my number to suck his dick was only... $300. $300. So. $300? Wait, that just nice sounds like you want to suck your friend Andrew's he has dick. He a nice dick. How do you know? We're friends. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't want to be friends anymore if that's something <laughs> you, you have to know about your friends. Well, I want you to know that means that we're, because I don't know that about you, means we're not friends. Oh, my God. It means yeah. we're the best, worst friends. All <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, message number two from Andrew. Oh, 
Message two beautiful of beautiful dick at Andrew. Yeah. Let's see what else he's got. <laughs> I hope it's about his beautiful dick. I hope so too. Hey guys and uh, time listener, was just uh, interested to know uh, maybe if you guys could share uh, me both of you, if you could share your favorite heist or uh, kind of creeper franchise. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> I don't I'll, think he I'll understands. Take my off the air. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's just waiting, still on the phone, just starving to death. It's actually a great question because heist movies are some of my favorite movies, just overall. Like, I would probably say my favorite heist movie would be uh, Inside Man. Oh, that's a great that one. That is a killer, killer movie. Yeah, I just love the whole like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out of here a free man or whatever. Like whatever he says to him, like I'm gonna walk right out the front doors when he asks him like how he's gonna plan to get out of this, and he fucking does. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Oh my Incredible. god. Inside Man, for me, it's Inside Man or Ocean's Eleven are two fucking great ones. Yeah. Ocean's Eleven, just watching hot, charismatic people, just outsmart rich guys. Oh, I love that shit. So also, good. I think that's why I love heist movies is because it's rich people getting uh, stolen from. And I love that shit. Oh, my God. Steal from a bank all the time. Oh, another good one. Hell or High Water. Would that really count? Oh, no. That's my number one. Hell oh, or High okay. Water is my favorite. Yeah. I don't even know if that counts. I don't, that's not it's really a heist a movie. Bank robbery movie because they there's not like one big heist they're building towards. Yeah, um, it's more of like a run from the law sort of outlaw movie. Yeah, because there's not like a big reveal at the end for how they actually did it. That's but, true. But yeah, so I'd probably go Inside Man, Ocean's Eleven. The only thing is with those movies, it's always rich people being stolen from by hot people. Yeah, those so are my it is two hard least to favorite groups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I am glad to see them pitted against each other because yeah. for too long, I think rich people and hot people were kind of on the same side because like, you know, the gross rich, like ultra rich people would just like pay the hot people to be around or like be in no, Hollywood or whatever. Listen, th- this is how it works. OK, it's rich person mm-hmm. marries hot person. Yes. And then they have hot rich kids. <laughs> yeah. And then they marry more hot people. That money passes down. Yeah. Now you just have like generations of hot rich people. Yeah. So it's rich like hot rich monarchy yeah. that no one wants. So like rich children are now also the hot ones. It's yeah. So unfair. That is unfair. It's ridiculous. You get either or. That yes. should honestly be able to. You should be able to. Anytime you see an incredibly attractive person, you should just be able to know that they're poor. Yeah. Like know that they're struggling monetarily. That's my version of communism. I want a facial <laughs> recognition software at the bank. And you get a total score <laughs> of money to hotness, okay? And then you come in, they scan your face, and based on how hot you are, that's how much money you get. Yeah, how the many ugly, of <laughs> The uglier you are, the more money you have, yes. the hotter you are, the less money you get. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that even, like, on a smaller scale at a restaurant if they scan, like, you know, they did the golden ratio on, our, on your face. Yeah. And they find out if you have, like, close to golden ratio, well, you have to pay more. Absolutely. Or, or you have to pay for that ugly person's <laughs> meal. <laughs> Oh, my God, Doug, you'd be so rich. Oh, my God. Think of how rich you would be if you got paid for being ugly as hell. <sighs> that would be awesome. I'd be so happy. I hope you look after me, considering how poor I would be with my stupid, Why? beautiful face. <laughs> Those beautiful lips of yours? <laughs> yeah, my beautiful <laughs> lips. What other good heist? Oh, do you know what was another great heist movie that I loved was um, that I was surprised by was Avengers Endgame. Because it's a time travel heist movie. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. These are two of my favorite things. And it's in the Avengers universe. I was having a great time. Basically any heist movie. Italian Job was fun. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it's great. They just, Mark Wahlberg and I think Jason Statham steal a bunch of money while driving Mini Coopers through the sewer system. It's pretty sick. Oh, fuck yeah. I feel like Seth Green is in there. Yeah. Good for him. Ocean's 11 and 12, dog shit. You don't have to watch those. You mean 12 and 13? Yes. 11 is awesome. 12 and 13, dog shit. Have you watched 8? I have not. Okay. I I didn't think that the solution was less oceans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the solution was not more oceans, and it was not less oceans. Yeah, 11 was the perfect amount of oceans. Yeah, what about Ocean's 11 2? I would love that. That would be great. (laughs) Yes. Bring back the same oceans. Do another heist. Do you ever see Steal all from Al Pacino or whatever? Do you ever see all those people complain about um, when Now You See Me came out, and then when the second one came out, and they called it Now You See Me Too? Yeah, and everyone's like, 
why wasn't it called Now You Don't? Yeah. <laughs> and then you had to realize, like, oh, it's because, like, shitty studios would never put their money behind that because they want to be able to say that it's an exact sequel to that one. So they want just the same title with a fucking two on the end of it, right? Yeah, and also they don't want, to, like, they're not seeking approval from people who love internet puns. That's they're true. Not spending a bunch of money at the box office. Yeah, they're not gonna maybe take a huge hit. Yeah, for the sake of like a funny little joke that like the best reaction is gonna get from people is like, huh? That's pretty yeah, good. The title's mildly clever, so they lost twenty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but we still did a pretty good job, right? That's a great point. That's a great point. God, I should be an executive. <laughs> you you kind of seem like an executive. Is it my hoodie or my old stained jeans? I don't know. It's kind of like your demeanor. I feel like you look like you've fired a lot of people. <laughs> I feel like you could <laughs> fire people and it wouldn't affect you. That like that's is, the kind of... You have like a look That's horrible. I can't even kill spiders. <laughs> the uh, difference between killing a spider and firing someone. I guess. You ever seen the movie Up in the Air? Another no. great George Clooney where he just like flies around the country firing people. He just works for a company that you bring people in when you're doing mass layoffs, and then they just fire people all day. And then he hops on a plane and goes and does it again. Oh, man. That is not a job I could do. It's a really fucking good movie. That was the first time I saw someone where they, like, filmed a small role and then got became a massive star, and then the, and then the movie was released. Because Zach Galifianakis is in five minutes at the beginning of Up in the Air. <laughs> And the first time I saw it, it was like after The Hangover came out and all that shit. And I was like, it's fucking Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit, that's crazy. I was like, oh, man, I'm excited for him to be in this whole movie. And then he's just fucking gone. He just cries and leaves. Ah, he's just like a small like bit part for him. Yeah, exactly. Just <sighs> waiting for The Hangover to come out. What's fucking Zach doing these days? I don't know. Is Baskets still on? Oh, maybe. Baskets is a great show. Yeah, Baskets is fun. That's the end of that heist question is Baskets is fun. All right, I think we got a couple yeah, more Baskets from is Andrew a heist here. Movie to me it stole my heart. Okay, well, <laughs> I regret <laughs> no, being here for didn't. that. You really raised your eyebrows on me for that <laughs> one. I was, and then looked real disappointed. I was expecting greatness, and I did not receive it. All right, Andrew three. I love you so much, Andrew. Thank, Thank you. you. You know what I love about Andrew the most? <laughs> Straight and to the point. <laughs> oh, doesn't, doesn't meander at all. He's one of those guys who's just like funnier than all my comedian friends. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Especially Hertz as one of your comedian but friends. But he has like so. more of a life. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Was that the friend that you did? Uh, he, you tried improv with? Yeah, yeah. Before he ever did stand-up? Yeah. And then he we got four improv classes together. I had a horrible time. And then he was like, hey, I'm sick, so I'm not going to go the fourth one. And then I was like, cool, I'm done with improv forever. <laughs> I was only here for you. And, uh, yeah. That's like your whistle at the end of a work day in the Flintstones, and you just fucking slid down the dinosaur. I told, and you're did never I ever going tell you back. the story about, like, the moment that I quit improv, like, no. in, mentally? It was during our second ever scene that we were trying out, and there were these two guys talking, and they were – they had both had kids, so they just sort of made the scene where – like new dads looking in at our children, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what to do. I was sitting in the front like an asshole, mm-hmm. and then eventually I became like a doctor, kind of, yeah. and I didn't go anywhere. And <laughs> the instructor was like, "So, class, can you think of any way that Tim could have like inserted himself more into the scene?" People, like, a couple, came up with answers, and then the instructor went, "Well, what I think he could have done was he could have gone out into the crowd and come up as a demon baby." Then we would have had to pay attention to him, right? Because he draws our attention. And when he said that, I was like, I think I'm done with improv forever. Was anybody in the class like, that's a good idea? Well, they all were. Because he was like, the master like, yes, has instructed and. us oh, God. that the demon baby is the correct route to go. That reminds me, um, like, riding to and from shows with uh, a guy in London, Phil Cal, who uh, used to do a lot of improv and stand-up and stuff. Very funny dude. Yeah. Uh, he, I once asked him... Like, what's the worst bomb you've ever had on stage? And what's worse, a stand-up or an improv bomb? And he's like, oh, improv bomb, for sure. And he said he was once in a troupe where they would pick a theme 
for if they're doing like a spot on a show, even just set like a spot on someone else's show as an improv troupe, they would pick a theme unbeknownst to the rest of the show and every other troupe on the thing. So it wasn't the show's theme. Right. It was this group imposing a theme upon what they're doing. And one time their theme was babies. And they were all babies. And they were like <laughs> dressed as babies. I can't remember if he said they were wearing they were all wearing diapers or not. Like I, I truly can't remember. How else do you dress as a baby? It's very true. But uh, I have another story about uh, that right, And then we're going to answer Andrew's question. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Michael Clayton, so this is me stalling. Oh, my God. Michael Clayton. All right, tell your story, and then I'm going to tell you how fucking good Michael Clayton. But anyways, Clayton. the end of the story is basically they went on stage, and we're like being all like goo-goo-gaga, all weird babies, and the crowd wasn't explained that this was going to be happening oh at all. God. So everyone was just like, it was just confused silence I'm for sweating. their whole set. And then oh they... And then they were done. Yeah, that one hurt that's, me. That's what stops me from dancing on stage is the thought of, like, could I handle mentally and physically bombing while dancing? And the answer is no. Yeah, I remember I remember hearing a story about apparently Anthony Jessen, like had, like, a really big act out for a bit one time, like, early on. And then it got nothing. And he's like, I will never move around on stage ever again. <laughs> I'm done. But I'm not moving. Michael Clayton. Again, mm-hmm. George Clooney. Okay. Which, it's been a very George Clooney-centric podcast somehow. Just at the height of his powers. I'll tell you why. It's because Andrew there loves him some George Clooney. Okay, so. all right. <laughs> he led into so some, spreading real, the gospel. some real George Clooney how much would it take? For, uh, how much money would it take for you to suck George Clooney's dick? $38. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd pay for my airfare yeah, there and back. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm taking a huge hit to suck that it would dick. Not, it would not take much. That's who of all male celebrities, if someone was like holding a gun to your head and was like, you have to suck a male celebrity's dick, whose dick would you suck? Are you going like, you is want it to be gun, the hottest guy, the smallest dicked man? Like, Is the gun also to their head? <laughs> they're somehow there's okay male with celebrities it. out there just like really amped for to get blown by me. Whoever's holding this gun has so much influence in the world that you're like you say I don't know Adam Driver and he's just like doot 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 calls Adam Driver and Adam's like yep yeah, I'm on my way. Is Adam Driver your pick? No, it's just the first name that popped in my head, probably because it's my pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it has like a Freudian mm-hmm. came from beneath yeah, kind so of just vibe. You admire him. He's one of those like ugly handsome guys. Nice. You know, who's just made it on like uh, his talent. Yeah. Also, pretty ins- inspirational story. He signed up for like the military after nine eleven because he was inspired, and then he came back and went to like actor school, drama school, <laughs> acting <laughs> class, <laughs> theater school. There we go. Yeah, I um, I don't know school's at whatever. Uh, here's a question: mm-hmm. As my best worst friend, okay, if I was forced at gunpoint to suck Adam Driver's dick, yeah, would you do it with me to help me out? <laughs> And, like, make it kind of a fun friend thing. Yeah, as long as he's, like... an activity we're doing together. As long as he doesn't want us to, like, kiss and stuff. We don't feel like like snowball. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, but would you, like, play with his balls while I... To speed the process along and, like, giggle (laughs) at me so it's, like, a fun activity we're doing? Just playing with his balls being like, I really liked What If. (laughs) (laughs) What's Daniel Radcliffe like in real life? I thought Patterson was beautiful. (laughs) I haven't seen that. Your work in a marriage story is phenomenal. Great movie. Yeah, as I'm just trying to get it over with as quickly as I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm slowing it down by asking him questions. You're just like, shut up! I want him to yeah, focus on coming. dirty things to him. <laughs> um, Michael Clayton's incredible. Okay, what's it about? <laughs> um, George Clooney plays a corporate fixer who has, okay. to, who has to basically deal with the fact that his mentor... Um, got off his medication and feels like he's discovered the truth of the world. He has, like, emotional problems or... I don't remember the exact diagnosis. Mm-hmm. But it's basically him having, like, a crisis of faith as he realizes that this crazy man who's also super brilliant might actually be correct about his, like, law firm's role in a lawsuit. Oh, shit. It's really, really good. Tilda Swinton cool. plays one of the Ooh. biggest pieces of shit in the world. Who... Follow-up question for you, based off of that. Is there a role an actor has played that has completely ruined that actor for you? Like, they were such a good bad guy that you... Like, I'll give my example. Like, uh, do you ever watch Rain Over Me? No. The Adam Sandler movie? Mm -mm. 
where it's like Is Adam Sandler's one? whole family died in 9-11. Right. Like uh, they were like his wife and three daughters were on the plane that hit. And then there's like a scene in um, like the courtroom because I don't know who it is, but someone's trying to contest that he's not fit to basically be in control of his life anymore. Like maybe they want him to do like a guarantor thing or whatever. Yeah. Not a guarantor. You know what I'm talking about. Conservatorship or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Like and, yeah, and Ryan from The Office, I can't remember his name, he's the lawyer who's like, um, who's going pro Adam Sandler, shouldn't be in control of his right. his life. And he's like showing the courtroom a uh, photo of Adam's family, like his like wife and three daughters, like yeah. they had a nice portrait all together. Yeah, yeah. He's like showing the courtroom and Adam Sandler's like going out of his way to like cover his ears and like singing to himself and like rocking back and forth so he doesn't have to look at it. And he's like looking down. And then as Ryan's walking back to his table... He walks by Adam's table and he throws the picture in front of Adam Sandler so it's like right in his view and then he like just hysterically like freaks out and they have to like call like order or whatever and after that I was just like fuck that guy. I can't even watch when I watch The Office and he comes on I'm like don't even make eye contact. Oh is that like the um, BJ Novak guy? BJ Novak yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. But he like does, very he funny have a comic. Real piece of shit face. Yeah great writer. That thing about him. But I hate him now. Accidentally like. There's something about his headshots accidentally got uploaded to a stock photo <laughs> company, and now he's on products, like, all over the world. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I don't have anyone like that because I'm not uh, an idiot. <laughs> but <laughs> I, do, wow. I, do have, um, I do have an actor that every time I see him in a movie, well, it's Tommy Lee Jones, and every time okay. I see Tommy Lee Jones in a movie, I'm like, it's fucking Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> like, I'll, when I watch Lincoln, it's like, Hey, good for Tommy Lee Jones getting to sit down with Lincoln. That's cool. <laughs> like, he disappears into no roles for me. Yeah. He is always to- actor Tommy Lee Jones. Like, when uh, we went and saw that shithole movie Ad Astra. Yeah. And just Tommy Lee Jones that is his dad at the end yeah, or whatever. Like, oh, fucking Tommy Lee Jones is out in space. <laughs> oh, good for him. Yeah, good for Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> making it to space. How do you get all the way out there? <laughs> He's an actor on Earth. I didn't know he was Ad Astra's dad. That's cool. <laughs> Dude, I remember nothing from that movie except for the moment when he goes to a random spaceship. Not the spaceship that Tommy Lee Jones, his father, is on, but one where a monkey has killed the crew. Oh, yeah, that was great. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, I was like, why is this in this mo- this already too long but movie? how good was that like m- moon chase scene? Where it's like him on a moon buggy. Yeah, that was being all right. chased by two other assassins also on a moon buggy. That was all right, but all that makes me think is, man, this would have been like a really cool YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> this, if somehow YouTube videos could get millions of dollars worth of funding to just have like the really cool scenes from movies, so I don't have to go watch that whole thing. The only thing that didn't ruin Ad Astra for me or the experience of seeing it in theaters completely was right when we walked out of the theaters. I saw that It Chapter 2 was starting, and I was like, I'm just going to go watch this. And you're like, I'm just going to go home. (laughs) And then I just went in the theater, and it was like me and four other people. I was worried walking in. I was like, oh, I hope I don't get caught. And then when I walked in, there was like two people basically finger blasting each other. And then (laughs) one guy who had like a tall boy and four different cup holders like around him and just like like a throne. I was like, okay, so I'm the least of their worries. Yeah, absolutely. The fact that I didn't buy a ticket is like – Pretty low on their priority list here. Lady and fingered a demon clown up in the top. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in that theater had problems. Yeah, yeah. That was a messed up theater. But the fact that I got to see a shit movie and then of like just a kind of shit movie <laughs> rolled together was like, okay, it was like an okay movie going experience. So you're okay wasting like six hours of your life as long as you feel like you got good value for your money. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> I just want more bang for my buck, dude. If I'm paying $20, I would rather you only wasted an hour of my life than six hours. That's very true. But, like, I don't know. I wouldn't count the It time as wasted. The Ad Astra time was for sure wasted. That was a bad movie. I haven't thought about that movie since we saw it. Yeah. I'm shocked that you just said it to me right now. The only thing I thought that whole time, other than, what the fuck is this monkey doing here? (laughs) Is that Tommy Lee Jones? Is, um... Wow, Interstellar is a really good movie. Yeah. That's all I could think about the whole time. Like, man, yeah, there's... So many other movies that take place in space that are that are good. Right. I'd rather be living through what Sandra Bullock went through in Gravity than have to watch Ad Astra again. Gravity was not good. Gravity wasn't good, but I'd rather think I'm going to 
die trapped in space than watch Ad Astra even one more time. Oh, my God. And then the last person you get to talk to is George Clooney. <laughs> That'd be great while I'm <laughs> sucking his awesome. dick. Oh, my God. I would just, if I was alone in a spacecraft after just hanging out with George Clooney for a week, the last thing I'd do would be jack off to think about George Clooney. <laughs> they, somehow they discover you, and there's just like 60 independent things of jizz just floating around yeah. your spacecraft. You know that part of Gravity where she like, I think this was in Gravity, where she like, was this gra- was she like freezes her arm and then like throws it the other way so she can get back to the space station? Is that in Gravity? Oh no, that was in a that was in an animated movie like Love, Death, and Robots. That animated oh, show. Oh fuck yeah, that was a great show. I love that show. But I was thinking, what I would do instead of like throwing my severed arm into space, mm-hmm. I would instead masturbate to George Clooney, <laughs> use that jizz to propel myself <laughs> back to the space station. It's Newton's law of physics. So every like One three minutes or so, you just like spurt a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hope you come with enough velocity to get you back to safety. <laughs> People on board just watching you like jerk yourself off back to the space station are like, I hope he doesn't make it. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't make it. I don't want to tell the newspapers about this. I just want to say he died in space. <laughs> I want to say he died a hero, didn't live a villain. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like you'd come back and that would be a heroic tale? Or do you think people would just be bummed? <laughs> I think they'd be really weirded out. I think they'd be really like weirded out. You didn't out. have any other options you could throw? And or be one of those where they just it's said a fight like, or flight response, dude. You have to make choices when you're up there. Like he saved himself by miraculous circumstance. Yeah. And then they'd have to pay him hush money to not be <laughs> go on like the view, be like, I come my way home. I come to my way to safety. What voice is that? I don't know. It's a guy who <laughs> fucking came his way back to In a my space scenario, station. I was me. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Do that your impression time, of me. That. Mm, <laughs> no, I, no, I came my way back to him. It's just Squidward. That's hurt. Yeah, that's really <laughs> hurtful. I don't like how you get to be the Patrick and I have to be the Squidward. We're in search of why our SpongeBob. Why can't I be SpongeBob? Because you're Patrick. Yeah, okay. That's, that's why you can't be SpongeBob. Yeah, that's fair. I'm definitely much more of a Patrick. Absolutely. I have the coloring, too. Yeah, and general shape. Wow. All right. So now we're just hurting each other. Same amount of hair. Is um, there is there a movie you've uh, you've seen in theaters that you like spent money on that brought you close to wanting to ask for a refund? Yeah, Awake, starring Hayden Christensen. Really, I didn't hate that. I ha- that movie was so bad. We like, I was there on a date. We like made friends with the other people who were in the theater because we're all just looking around <laughs> like this thing sucks, and I was like, this does suck, dude. That's the most fun when you get to do like. I remember uh, seeing the ruins. In the theaters. Did you ever even see that movie? Never. It's like a shitty, shitty horror movie where these like shitty Americans like are on break from college. They go Classic to Americans. <laughs> they go to like a Mayan temple and they like step onto the temple and the second they step on it, all the locals are like, Bah, you can't come off there. Well they don't say that, but they're like got their spears yeah, yeah. and they're like, Bah and they're like <laughs> So they have to get forced up to the top of it and then the whole thing is like there's vines that are killing people or whatever, but there's yeah. a stupid moment when a guy falls in and like breaks his back and they Sick. have to pick him up and like carry him out. And they're like, before they pick him up, they're like, okay, just be, be careful. You can't move his spine at all. And there's like one person lifting at his knees, one person lifting at his shoulders and they pick him up and they're literally just like crunch, like <laughs> crunch him just completely in half. And he's just like, ah! just going crazy. <laughs> and then he gets, they bring him up. He's not having a good time, and uh, his leg gets infected by the vines, so they cut off his leg and, like, solder it with a fucking frying pan they had on, like, a fire, and then the next morning, they wake up, and the vines, like, went through his mouth and shit and killed him anyways, and I swear to God, a character says, like, well, it's a good thing we cut off his leg. Like, what? that's something a character says. <laughs> and, like, we're all in the theater, like, are you guys fucking seeing this shit? Like, this like, the dumbest. We're just laughing at all the wrong moments. That's great. Like, just having a great time at the expense of this filmmaker and all these people who thought this was, like, oh, this is going to be our thing. <laughs> you know, it makes my career. Yeah. And this is my big break. Like, called their mom. <laughs> God, that's such a bummer. Can you yeah. imagine watching your kid in a shitty movie? No. And you just have to be like, you were great. Yeah, and just like <laughs> lie right to their face because you're their parents and you're proud of them, and yeah, they probably made a bunch of money. Or like your friends are asking you, like, "Oh, what's uh, Billy's been working in Hollywood? What's he been working on?" And you just have to be like, "Oh, he's just between projects like, at oh, the moment." Porn. <laughs> yeah. Just 
horribleness. Yeah, just terrible, terrible porn instead of that. Things you wouldn't even want to Google. I won't even tell you about it. It's too upsetting. (laughs) All right. I think we have one more from Andrew, then a couple. Okay, but let's let's skip to someone else because we don't have time to get through all these. Okay. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Thank you, Andrew. I love you to death. From Laura. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. That's actually very helpful. Those are some good questions. That was great. What is your origin story? What is your origin story? What the hell was that? Uh, that was Brittany's friend, Laura. Oh, okay. <laughs> who actually knows your dad. Oh, we can't talk about that. <laughs> we can cut that out. That's fine. Um, origin story? All right, Doug, you want to tell your origin story? or I think we talked about it last time. I think time. it was our origin story. Oh, okay. Like our origin story is friends or just my our origin story in stand-up? Or? I think our origin story is friends. Okay. I think we. You can tell your origin story as a man if you want. <laughs> just the whole thing. No, I was like. That's the problem um, with having a one week delay on this. We might have talked about it last week. I think we honestly did talk about it. Oh, yeah, we, we have a one week delay on these. Yeah, we talked Because uh, we're afraid. <laughs> yeah. And then the week delay makes us look like assholes because I make shitty jokes about the, the Ukraine beating Canada in hockey and then, yeah, whatever. But yeah. uh, And I'm talking about how the masks came off yesterday and this is going to come out next Monday. Maybe all the masks will actually be off by next month. Maybe we'll all be dead. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah, maybe Yeah, <laughs> this is the final yeah. phase. The w- we're going to put this up and schedule the release, and then the world will end, and then the podcast will come out. Because <laughs> I'll have edited it and like posted it to a scheduled uh, Absolutely, release. Yeah. 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 So it still comes out even though we're all dead. And then we'll be listening to it while we're being invaded by... Somebody. Well, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. Very nice. Thank you so much. Uh, Want to tell your origin story as a man? I'll say my origin story is uh, in stand-up because I don't know if I if I'm a man yet. All right. <laughs> but uh, like I uh, started writing jokes after I, well, I was in my second year of university and I realized uh, I hate this. Uh, the only thing I can do with a history degree is teach, and I do not like school. I hate school, so this is a silly thing for me to be in. So I dropped out. And then I worked for a year in a factory, which is very inspiring to get your life together. If you work in a factory, like midnights in a factory, I, I wrote all the time, like wrote jokes in a book. I literally numbered them. Like I had like one through 42. Oh, I found that. I remember. Yeah. I remember I found that we went through that one time. I remember thinking I had like a half an hour, or like 40 minutes material God, that I'd that never book. said out loud. Oh, I still have that book. Okay. For sure. I used to bring it to open mic sometimes when I didn't have new material, like poachers, and, and would just tell people to pick a number, <laughs> and then would just embarrassingly read these jokes of this fucking moron. But uh, yeah, so I was writing for a while, and then uh, I saw one of my friends, uh, Matt Kerr, I used to work with at Walmart. Actually, he started doing stand-up, so if you want to blame anyone, Mom... It's Matt Kerr's fault. And just the fact that I knew someone who had done it was like the craziest fucking thing to me. Cause like I always watch stand up on TV, but I thought like, oh yeah, that's because those, those guys got hired as like stand up comedians. Yeah. yeah. Like they, I don't know, they went to school or they applied or they auditioned or something. Indeed posting for stand up comedian at the tonight show. Like I thought anyone when they're on TV, like that's just how good they were the first time they tried it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I was like, well, there's no way I can ever get into that and then finding out he did it, i was like well if he could fucking do it <laughs> i'm way funnier than that piece yeah, of shit no way i can't do it no offense matt if you're listening to this but uh i don't do it anymore <laughs> so i didn't i did still didn't do it for like most of my time in in college and then i finally like built up the nerve to like call in to do the amateur night at the kitchener yuck yucks which now doesn't exist but nice. um was apparently one of the best clubs in the the country people would say just because of like the low ceilings and like how wide it was and so I called the first month after, like, literally my heart beating out of my chest all fucking day. I finally call this guy. I'm, like, shaking on the phone. I'm like, I just want to see if you have a spot on the amateur night. Yeah. And he's like, it's full. And you click. <laughs> <laughs> and just immediately just, like, this wave of, like, relief oh, in my yeah. body. Oh, and then immediately I don't have to pursue my dreams. the wave came back of, like, fuck, I still want to do this. That's so good. I just, like, would pace around my room telling these jokes even more and then it got to the next sign up and I literally I went there this time I didn't bother with a phone call like the first day I knew sign up was happening I think it was the day after the show yeah it was like I would like to sign up for the next open month <laughs> the next open mic next month and guys like yeah, all right whatever yeah. and then uh I did that and then panicked about it for a long time of still course. 
and then went and did it, and actually went pretty well. Yeah, first, first time, time, best time. Yeah, it was actually like a really good thing. I was just talking uh, to Nick because he was down this past weekend about it. And uh, he was really nice about it, too, because uh, I brought out a bunch of friends. Nice. I think, honestly, just so I wouldn't bail. Yeah, Onyx, yeah. Onyx, if they would have called my name and I had no friends there, I might have just left. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of my friends, apparently, Nick only, has only told me this years later, but a bunch of my friends were, like, nervous. They're just like, oh, what if he sucks? Yeah, like, that can ruin your entire opinion of a person. Yeah, but, like, Nick, this is how good of a friend Nick is. Like, he just always believed in me. He's like, no, fuck, he's funny. Like off stage, he that's, makes us laugh. If he's really even nice. half as good on stage as he is, if he's even half as funny on stage as he is off stage, he'll do fine. Like that's at really the nice. very least, yeah. yeah. Um, and then after, like, I only I did it that first time because I thought maybe it might make my brain not obsess about it as much. And then, like, having done it once, it was just like, oh, okay, this is all I. This is my singular focus from now on yeah, until. Yeah. I my heart stops. Yeah, absolutely. You sort of come to the realization of, uh, all right, so you because you always go into what happens if I never make it. Yeah, and then you just go, well, the only way I'll know I haven't made it is when I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> and so as soon as you make that, you flip that switch. You're like, all right, it's just this forever. Also, uh, I would just rather have lived doing what I wanted to do than do something I right. didn't want to fucking yeah. do, even if it was more money to do that, you know? Here, here's my question for you. Yes. At what point in this process did you email Bill Burr? <laughs> I emailed <laughs> Bill Burr before I signed up for the amateur night. Okay, so... Just being like, uh, Bill was coming to town. He was doing a show in Kitchener. Don't yeah. know where. Probably a gigantic theater because he's very I, successful. I would assume. This was before he was massive, but... He still, like, was deep into the podcast. He had been on Breaking Bad. Right, maybe he released was like, the Purple Special with, like, the, the Dick Believes bit on it. Yeah, because this is, this is 2014, right? Yeah. So Bill's already doing pretty good. But still, like, reasonably priced. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I basically emailed Bill Burr being like, hey, I've uh, always really wanted to try stand-up. If you have any time available at the start of your show, as if that's how... <laughs> because I just had no idea how to uh, do it. So <laughs> and actually, you know what? Before I did stand-up, too, I was posting a lot on the stand-up subreddit on Reddit. And I remember posting something about um, I was like, oh, what do I do for my first joke? And I listed like a couple different options. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I know you have, it has to be fast. You have to get your first laugh fast, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then the top comment I got was just someone uh, saying, you're an adult, do something scary. And I was like, all right. And that's the thing that made me first call. That's nice. Yeah. And then that's you the only like, advice I give child. people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a giant baby. Yeah. You have to realize I'm actually a child. Yeah. I was probably a kissless virgin at the time. I was basically a child. A yeah. kissless virgin who could not drive or swim. Absolutely. And now the, the last I smooch, you fuck, was and still can't drive or swim. Respect. <laughs> and you probably float worse. Because I'm less fat? Yeah. Really? I think yeah, because you're Does like fat. Make you buoyant. I think so. You're like denser. I should have learned how to swim when I had those fucking floaties on. Then you wouldn't have even learned how to swim. You just would have laid on your back and got sunburnt all day. That's true. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if Bilber's listening to this, if you need someone to open for you, Doug is still available. Yeah, and a little bit better than I was then, just a tiny little bit. But he's lost the first set sheen. Yeah. If you had open for Bilbler and like crushed your first time, it would have legitimately ruined your life. Yeah, because then it would have just been down from there yeah, for would. like a decade. <laughs> Absolutely, and you'd be such a piece of shit right now, and you'd still be telling that story. Yeah, people would fucking hate my guts. Any comic who'd been doing it for any amount of time would think I was a piece of shit. Absolutely. Oh, man. God. Thank God he didn't respond to that. I honestly didn't even listen to his podcast. He could have just made fun of me mercilessly on there, and I would never know. But I'm assuming they just don't even put those through. They're just like, this no. is fucking stupid. I'm, I'm sure he gets tons of those from insane people. Yeah, insane people. All right. Like myself. Yeah. Okay, so we have to go to my show. We do have to go to your show. Okay, we'll we, do the we, next message on the next episode. Is there another message on there? There's just one more. Is it from Andrew? It is not. It's also from Laura. All right, Laura. Let's hear this. Okay. We got like five minutes for this, and then we really got to go. Okay. This is the last like, message. Like drop it and leave. Here we go. So for guys, 
doesn't matter. Front to back or back to front? It's a great question, Laura. Um, when I wipe, I prefer to go back to front and then just smear shit all over my dick and balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's absolutely how it is. Yeah. It, uh, and then you wash your dick in the sink. That's why we have sinks in the bathroom for men. Yeah, see, I don't actually wipe. I immediately go into the shower and bend over. <laughs> That's how I do it. Have you so. ever had a shit where you wiped, like, the first wipe, and there was, like, nothing, and you were proud of yourself? I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's go to the show. <laughs> All right. All right That's thanks, it. Goodbye. Guys. Bye.